Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Reasonable Opinions Podcast. I am your host, Yo Ari. And like always, and forever until the end of this, I got my partner in crime with me. What up, world? It's your boy, TJ. Welcome back to another episode. So, you know, we're back. It's holiday season now. Um, it's closer to Christmas. We're about, like, what, six, six, five days out, like a week, pretty much a week out from Christmas. Um, you been dealing with any of the uh, the madness out there as far as, like, Christmas shopping? Well, now it's, like, it's considered last-minute shopping. Have you been dealing with any of that? Nah, man. Um, I'm actually pretty much done, and I think I made my last purchase tonight, um, other than maybe some, some family stuff. Um, what about you? Uh, I'm not done <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not done. Like I like, I like the, uh, the last minute rush. That's when I find everything I'm looking for. That's when I find, you know, that's when I find everything. Yeah. That's when I take care of everybody. Cause the last minute is just like everybody that already did their, their early go around. So they didn't bought everything. So now everything that I didn't get the first go around has been like restocked. Or like they have it in right. stock and stuff like that. So pretty much good to go for this last minute stuff. I got a couple couple other things I need to get before uh before Christmas. So but definitely yeah. I'm not I'm doing the whole shebang for the whole family. I'm keeping it slight this year, man. Yeah, me me too. Other than the wife and kid. But I, I fl- I'm flirting with the idea of an online purchase that says one day shipping. You might want to um, do it. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, eh, am I really going to get it? Like, I know one day it sounds glamorous, but it's 9 o'clock here. So I'm, I I don't know if I believe it. I think I might just try to find something else. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Hey, so uh, yeah. let's jump right into it. One thing I, like, one of the first things of many things I want to talk about tonight, well, not many things, but a few things I want to talk about tonight. Let's talk about what happened uh, in that interview, man, with uh, on Hot 97. With, uh, Kodak Black and Ebro Like I, ma- I made the mistake In text Because you like to tag me In certain things From his page or whatever So that made me feel like Okay this is your man This is your guy But most of the stuff You tag me in Is like him Being like that Like being an ass I guess trying to get His ratings up Or get his ratings right Or whatever Whatever the hell he does But uh, What was your opinion On how that That interview went Like how everything transpired Man So I think to, to really give you my opinion, I have to ask you a question first. Did you see any of the Breakfast Club interview with Kodak Black? Yeah, I actually watched the whole thing in its entirety. I watched, I watched the whole thing, which was, it was a dope-ass oh, interview. It was. I 100% agree with you. So here's my opinion then, since, since we're both, we both watched both interviews, right? I think Ebro had to ask the question, as did the Breakfast Club. I think the way Ebro asked the question in, in the allegations and we take them strongly, I think is how he worded it. Um, understandably, Kodak got defensive there because he can't speak on that right now. That's an active case. So why would you try to get him riled up? I think the Breakfast Club did it perfectly. But then again, I'm also more of a Breakfast Club fan than an Ebro fan. So uh, I'm the same exact. What was your, what was your, what was your, what was your thoughts? Oh yeah, I'm the, I'm the same exact way. Like I, I lean 
I gravitate more towards Breakfast Club just because of like the format of their question and how they interact with the their guests and everything and the energy that they bring. You know, it's, it's different right. from Ebro Rosenberg and the other person that's in there. It's just like they don't. It's like they individually, individually, I, I chopped that all up. Individually <laughs> interview each other. You know, they interview the guests. You know what I'm saying? But then it's just like at some point, Ebro has to like. Has to have a character, or you know, he has to have something like you know, like uh, Charlemagne. Right. He, he has his image on, on Breakfast Club. Uh, Angela Yee, she has her her image. You know, the the quiet tone. You know, but have information and things like that. And then Envy, you know, he got he got his uh his his image. So you know, it's three different images. But I just feel like when Ebro gets on there, I feel like he does too much uh, to extent, or he takes it a little too far. Like whether it's his wording or the questions that he asks, like the interview, the actual the actual interview was okay. Like the actual interview was okay, but it's just like when it got to that it point, was. it was just like he, what he the didn't fuck? even word it that way. Yeah, it was just yeah. like what the fuck. <laughs> I, I I actually showed that to people that like don't ever watch, you know, urban radio interviews. Well, I guess they're not considered urban radio, but I, I showed those clips, and they're all like. Why would he ask that question like that? And some of them probably don't even know who Kodak, uh, excuse me, who Kodak Black is. So I, I didn't get it. I, I, I still don't get it, but I chalk it up as Ebro being Ebro. But you got to think about it like when uh, I think it was uh, Lil Yachty had came up there. And I think Lil Uzi Vert too. Where, like, you know, we had that whole segment about, you know, hip-hop being dead and everything like that. When I talked about, like, oh, you know, if you don't, you know, pay homage or, you know, right. you don't at least know an artist song. Like, when they come up there or whatever, he asked the questions and knowing that, you know, they weren't really hip-hop heads or how young they were. And it was just like, he threw the the beats on and was just like, yo, if you can't spit, you know, you don't need to be doing this, that, and the third. But why even put him on the spot? Like, I, even me, like, I wouldn't put nobody on the spot. Like, if I know that's not your strength, I'm not going to have you come up there and make an ass out yourself. But you know what exactly. that did? You know what that did do? That generated, like, that generated traffic through, like, I guess his, his online media and everything like that, like this social media. And then it, it created, like, they had certain clickbait, you know, for people to, you know, to view those videos and things like that. So I, I just think it's a gimmick. Like, being on that show, I just think it's a gimmick. And like I said to you via text, Hot 97 doesn't really have much. You know, you got that show, then you got Funk Flex bum ass, who's like old as shit. <laughs> who's old as shit, and he's gassing everything. Like, the Did dude is nonsense. Did you call him out today? I, I, I saw a bit of it, but I didn't get too much into it. I, I, you know, I was Christmas shopping, quote unquote. Me, me either, but I, I, I saw it too. He called him a culture vulture on Instagram. <laughs> he, he kind of went off. Like he, he wrote a pretty long comment under the picture. It was an old. It was a funny picture of of Funk Flex. It had to be from the nineties. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I guess I get it as far as that goes. Like you said, it's all about the clickbait, the ratings. Uh, okay, getting and, and for whatever reason, the Breakfast Club. And Hot 97 or Power 105 and Hot 97, they don't like each other. I don't know if that's the only city in the country where like radio stations really got beef, but I've never heard of such a thing. I mean, you got to think yeah. about it. You got to think about it like in New York. It's the dynamic of like where hip hop originated and things like that. So it's always competitive. Yeah. And then you got 
a lot of those people that are on those radio stations on High 97, Power 105, they they have worked with each other before at some point, in some capacity. Envy was on Hot 97 before. He was up there when, when Clue was there. Uh, I think Fun Flex has always been on Hot 97. Um, I believe that Charlemagne was on Hot 97 at one point, too. I know for a fact Angela Yee had worked for uh, Hot 97 at one point. But you got to think about it. Like, those people... They they've all worked with each other or been around each other and it's just it's different from like around the DMV area where well those people may hang out around each other or be from the same neighborhoods but it's, as far as like a business and everything like that I think they stay in their own you know circles of making money you know I don't think they really share too much money when it comes nah. to certain things and and listen New York is a completely different especially New York hip hop is a completely different dynamic than anyone outside of the industry or New York could understand or know. And you got to think about it, even though LA and, you know, Miami and all those other big cities, you know, that got all these hip hop radio stations or radio stations in general, the media market in New York is crazy. So that's another reason why it generates like that, that kind of, I guess that kind of, um, imagery, like where you see them neck and neck, you know, you only see it with those, Radio stations in New York, pretty much uh, Power One Hundred Five and Hot Ninety Seven. We really see that uh, like that when it looks like that, like they got serious beef <laughs> right. with with each other in these radio stations. I mean, I, I like it; it's cool, but it's just, yeah. So I just feel like Hot Ninety Seven really doesn't have anything when it comes to that type of thing. Nah, I, I agree, and and I don't even know what break, or what Power One Hundred Five has. You, you know what I mean? Other than Breakfast Club. Um, I guess because you said Angie Martinez is on Hot ninety seven. Yeah, she was. Not, but but hey, I mean that's here nor there. I, I'm I'm a fan of Breakfast Club. I'm I like I personally think Charlamagne is funny. Um, he's an asshole, but he also doesn't he he doesn't give you asshole vibes. He's just a, he's an asshole to be funny, but. Uh, other than that, he seems like a pretty solid dude. Yeah, he's naturally um, himself. Right, exactly. But kind of on that topic, man, but then not on it at the same time. Did you see um, floating around today the, uh, well, I saw it a while ago, but the the streaming um, thing where, where it breaks down the cost per stream on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and Amazon? And YouTube too, right? Um. I think YouTube was no, on not. that. Oh yeah, 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 and YouTube, yeah. No, I saw yeah. like a, I saw like a quick glance of it walking into the studio, but I didn't really uh, like dig into it, uh, like to really look into it. But uh, but go ahead, and speak on it, speak on it. No, I was just I I I don't know where I saw it, but I saw a comment that said Drake had over eight million streams or eight billion streams on Spotify alone. So I did the math and that's only, and I, please don't take this the wrong way. $4.5 million is a lot of money, but that's only four and a half million dollars that he earned off of Spotify. And Drake is one of the largest artists ever. As far as I, I've thought, I, I, maybe I'm wrong in my thought process. What, what would you have thought? Eight billion streams—that seems like a ton. Yeah. To only have grossed four and a half million dollars off of that. 
I would definitely think it would be double digit numbers. Like the way yeah. the way he charts, like per song or like songs he do release uh, and albums he released. Like he he can release a project and chart maybe like say the project is 20, 20 songs. He can at least chart. Right. I want to say at least maybe half. On on uh, on and like top twenties <laughs> and top tens, like half his on half of the album is is charting. But you would think like it would be like double digits. That's crazy to hit that number, though. Yeah. No. 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 That is just on Spotify. I okay. didn't do the numbers. I did. The person just just put out eight billion on Spotify alone. So I don't know the other numbers, but still four and a half million seems low for eight million streams. Um, I would think. That it would have like I'm in agreement with you on that one that it would have been in double digits for sure. But I mean, Drake's definitely eating, so yeah, that's, that's not a problem. no question about that. So I get you know that's that's pocket change for him. Well, maybe you got to think right. about other platforms. Maybe like Apple Music is probably something different, or you know what I'm saying. Like it, it may be something different, but that's that's still like when you hear those numbers, you you would think more than that given the type of artist that he is and, and how he charts and the numbers that he. You know he does put up. That's 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 crazy. I, I, I didn't and, think that. And it, and it actually said that title pays the most per million streams. Uh, no, that's not hard to believe. No, nah, not at all. I was I was I I was happy but not surprised to see that. Mm. I, I'm just I'm just not surprised by that. Just because like when a nah. uh, title had came out and. Uh, it was giving the artists so much freedom as far as like releasing their music and how they stream their music and everything like that. So I kind of like, I get that. I get it. So I get that though. Uh, and I mean, for especially for even the guys that are established, like like um, the Gucci Mans, the T.I.s and those guys, they're releasing, I don't know if Gucci did, but I know T.I. was a part of Title. And I feel like for for those guys to be a part of business with Jay Z, it is almost a dream come true for them, because Jay Z is that high on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. Speaking so, of like when you saying high on the pedestal, uh, <laughs> I know <laughs> I, we we talked about it earlier. The interview <clears throat> with Gucci. <clears throat> on the radio station, I think that was in Chicago, when they asked about mm-hmm. uh, the king of rap, and he said he mentioned that some people would call it Eminem the king of rap. First of all, I don't know what those some people are, because he's not of king of rap, of king of yesteryear. I would call him that. But Gucci's mm-hmm. response had me in tears, bro. Gucci's response <laughs> was very Gucci man esque. It it is, but it's, it it was raw and it was just like. You gotta come up with a better name than that. Like, yeah. like you're not you're not listening to Gucci or to Eminem in your car. No, and then <laughs> no, and then there's so much truth behind that. Like, who's sliding out, making a move, about to hit a lick or whatever, and you're blasting Kamikaze or the Marshall Mathers LP? Like that that I, that I, music. Like any of his albums, not getting that type of play. Nah. The only thing I told you, I, I I would say, lose yourself. If that song comes on, I don't know why. It always gives me chills. If stuff comes on, if it, like, randomly. There's certain, like, Pandora stations I refuse to listen to because they play Eminem. 
Jay Z radio on plays a lot of Eminem, and I hate it. All be all because of Renegade. But you got to think. I do. I do agree with Gucci Mane. Eminem is far from the king of hip hop. Bruh, he is so far removed. I mean, he he's he's made great music. I'm not I'm not stealing nothing away from him, but. Like Gucci said, you're not you're not sliding out to no Eminem. Like you're not you're not about to pull up bumping no Eminem. First of all, that type of music is not meant for that. Like Gucci said, like you you just riding around listening to straight metaphors, and he's like, (laughs) it ain't that that the music don't it don't get me in no you know it don't get me in no mood where I'm about to pull up to the red light or I'm about to pull up to the to the scene or I'm about to pull up on the block. Windows down, system bumping, and he talking about motherfucking Viking and fucking killing his 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 daughter's mom. Like it, like and, I said, uh, it's the it's the type of music you listen to. Like when you in the crib by yourself, if you researching some shit or you studying, like you just so happen to come across it. But it's just not something you like. Your first choice of oh shit, I'm about to ride out. I'm about to listen to this. It it might even be travel music. Like if you <laughs> if you on the train or you on the plane going somewhere, then you might throw that on. But it's not something that you want to uh you want to just ride out to. Man, I would I would probably turn on one of these young cats before I would turn on. Eminem, personally, and I, I, I and I, you can see I don't know anyone specifically to name. So, the young guys, I would listen to them over Eminem, and I and I refuse to listen to them as well. So, <laughs> all right. So, a little more accuracy on uh, how much the stream is worth, as far as like when it gets to the million streams. One million streams mm-hmm. on YouTube is six hundred and ninety dollars. One million streams on Spotify, four thousand three hundred and seventy dollars. One million streams on Apple Music is seven thousand three hundred and fifty. One million streams on Tidal is twelve thousand five hundred, and then one million streams on Amazon Music is four thousand and twenty. Right. So, did yeah, those numbers sound about accurate? I mean. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. If I'm a struggling artist and I'm hitting <laughs> millions on any of them platforms, I'm fine with that. Like I'm fine with right. that. But you think about it, it. It's funny because if if you remember back when before Chief Keith blew up, Fifty Cent was like, "Man, there's this kid on YouTube," and oh, now yeah. it's like you, YouTube is. If you look at those numbers, YouTube is irrelevant. You're wasting your time trying to hustle for a million streams on YouTube. Unless you're that that little boy I posted on Instagram the other day, goodness gracious! Um, but if you're an artist, man, you gotta attack. You gotta you gotta figure out how to get on title. <laughs> nah, I I don't think you're wasting your time at all because I I feel like you posting on YouTube and at some point it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be on Facebook. Different Facebook is on Instagram, and then Instagram is the world. Like once it hit, I feel like once it hits Instagram and YouTube, that's it. Like you made it. Like it's yeah, it's only you, it's only a matter of time before a and R is either in your DMs or at your it. school or you know at your job or something like that. Somebody's gonna catch it. So I don't I don't think I don't think YouTube has lost its power. At all, I don't think it's ever gonna lose its power. Just like I don't, just like Twitter, I don't think Twitter is Twitter is one of those social media platforms that's never gonna lose its power. Like I think it's miss, it's just I too relevant, and it's and it's too much. It's too much going on. Like it's too much pe- people put too much in it because a lot of people making money off of it. 
and it, and it has the right yeah it has the right connections especially if like you're an artist upcoming artist uh a well-known artist yeah. whatever like producer all of that i feel like a lot of people like that's the new that's the new promotion like that's the new promotion right there i feel like when you get in probably these meetings with these labels they probably ask you oh you know what's your instagram what's your twitter or what are you right. doing on social but media here, so you know what i'm saying it's not like we're gonna here, go ahead but here's what i'm saying about youtube right if you click if you go to youtube right now and search searching upcoming artists and the video and it pops up but it's not the video it's just a picture of the artist, you're not going to click on that because if, if at the point, unless unless that's your only access, obviously. But if you have other access, Apple Music, whatever it is, you you're just going to go to that because you're not getting a visual. So if they're not putting the money into the actual visual of the project, that's why I say YouTube is almost useless to artists if they're not putting their money. Or their efforts into a visual to put it on YouTube. But that's because what I. That's what if I. If they just focused focused on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, shit like that, I feel like they're getting more hits there than than on YouTube now. I feel like I feel like from what you say, you just focusing on the name of those platforms instead of looking at it like it, it's a three headed monster. Like you posting, you posting. Uh, a fifteen second or a fifteen second clip on your Instagram story, a thirty second clip on your page. They always, you know, then the link is in your bio. What's the first link that's in there? A YouTube link. Then from YouTube, that's when you get the outlet of like, oh, you can find it on Apple Music in the comments, or that link is on their YouTube page. So I feel like it's a three headed monster. I won't focus on like, oh, this is a big, this is a big name. We need to focus on, you know, on Apple or Spotify. Like with us, with with the podcast. Like, yeah, it's cool to have the the Apple podcast up and running now that we're officially on Apple Podcasts. Uh, the reasonable opinions. Thank if you, you guys not on there, please subscribe. Uh, <laughs> but you got to look at it like how please we were, how we use Instagram and abusing our stories or abusing our personal page with the stories. That leads to people. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I don't have an iPhone. Is it on? Is it on Google Podcast? Yeah, it's on there. Or you know, putting the link for Anchor on there, and then when they go on Anchor, it leads them to Pocket Cast or you know the Google, <clears throat> excuse me, the Google Podcast and then the Apple Podcast. Gotcha. So it's I, I like I won't look at it at, at a name perspective. I, I look at it like how you use it, like how you how do you, how do you utilize it. Like a, it's a it's a bunch of people that blew up. Or that's blowing up and they don't have music on Apple Music or they don't have music on Tidal. They have a fucking SoundCloud and a YouTube page and an Instagram. And they are pretty much pretty much booking 30, 40K a show now. And they don't have anything on Apple Music. Now when they get that certain backing and I guess they get that certain paperwork, then that's when they get on Apple Music. And that's another thing you gotta look at too. It's about that paperwork too. A lot of people can't get on Apple Music or get on Title because, you know, it's a little more legal things that they got to deal with that they, they're not built right. for, at you know, right now. Like, they don't have it right now. They don't have the right team right now. So they're moving in a way that works for them until they get the right people around them, the right team around them, and then that's when they, you know, get into those outlets. But going into that mind state, it's like, oh, no, nah, I need to get my music on Title. I need to get my music on Apple because you see this stream list. I think that's going to set you up for failure because you're going to focus on the wrong True. type of things instead of, you know, what your fans almost, are going to potentially know you for, what you're going to get discovered for. Right. It's almost like elephant hunting in sales where you only go after the big guys. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Not, nah. not, not, not off, but, you know, not off bucks. 
I want I want to move off of the music for 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 a few minutes, man. I have a question for you. Um, I asked you the other day, but you never really gave me an answer, and I want to get I want to get your answer on there. Right, how much longer? How much longer are we gonna give Michael Jordan oh a pass at being a bad owner? And I didn't answer that for a reason. You you didn't. It's Michael Jordan. Nah, man, no. What the, what the fuck you mean? No, that wasn't acceptable for him violating HR. Uh, it's Michael Jordan. Who the who the uh, fuck is gonna run? Who's gonna run to Adam Silver and and go against Michael Jordan? <laughs> Nobody. But that's the problem. But what's the problem? He, he doesn't have any skin in the game, man. He's not Michael Jordan anymore. Not the player. So He's not the dominant guy anymore, man. Look at his team. Look at the look at the product he has put out year over year over year. He's drafted Kwame Brown, dog. So what? People make mistakes. People He's make made mistakes. A lot of mistakes, man. So what? And you as made as mistakes. Owner, as a, I, I, I have. I made mistakes. And so I, what? And, 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 I'm, and, and I suffer greatly from them from time to time. <laughs> but he, he he never gets chastised, man. They never <laughs> talk about him. He's 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 done so much for the game. All right. This uh, is like I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. When it comes to on the court, I, I love Michael Jordan. Off the court, he's a terrible person. <laughs> he's a terrible person. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Uh, but but when it comes to the game of basketball, he's done so much for the game of basketball. It's just like okay, slapping a player in the back of the head. He used to punch his fucking teammates in the face at practice and call them out. I, like, but he was he was Michael Jordan the player. So he what? What's the difference with Michael Jordan the owner? He hasn't won anything to be. I, I don't even care about smacking the guy in the head. I got smacked in the head by coaches all the time. That's normal shit. But I'm talking about the product of NBA basketball. He he brings to Charlotte. He hasn't been a. Is, let's 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 clear this up. He hasn't been an owner for a decade. That shit takes time, bro. That shit takes time to win. Formulating the, the right team, having the right chemistry, having players that want to play, not uh, I'm the guy mm-hmm. players like out in Houston, and you see what's going on with them. But Can, can, can we admit, though, that he's missed on some, some – he should probably get somebody that can evaluate talent that are around him because he's missed on some draft picks. Can we admit that? Yeah. I mean, okay. that's, that's the truth. That's the truth, but then you got to think about it. Uh, Charlotte's not oh, really a market. I, I got you, but I'm talking about draft picks. I'm not talking about free agents. I don't care. Or really? draft picks. Charlotte's not a market. Hey, hey, but listen, man. How many Western Conference Finals Oklahoma City been to? You say how many Conference Finals? Yeah. Two? <laughs> or oh, three? In the past, okay. what? Since they've been there, three? We're, we're talking about small market teams. Yeah, three. But you got to think about the players that they had. But listen, and listen before before no no listen before you before you even pull that card. That team was from Seattle. They already had those two key market players. I got you. That developed their name. That right. That developed right. They were drafted there from Seattle. Seattle was a historic team. Oklahoma City is not. They. They are still relatively a baby. They're still a new team, and you got to think about that. 
Russell Westbrook is a name. He's an all-star. That attracted Paul George there. That attracted Melo there. Or that got Melo there. But you got to think about it. That team, that team is not like... That that team, uh, how do I want to say it? Well, they moved. I'm just saying like that. They 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 moved. So that team was already in place. Charlotte was some shit. Like they were they were the fucking Bobcats, bro. I I got you. Well, that that was the NBA's fault for letting New Orleans be called the Hornets. Um, but what, what all I'm saying, right, is if there was any other person in that seat in Charlotte, we would be talking about that person being the most horrible owner in the NBA. No, we wouldn't, bro. We wouldn't even care. Of. We wouldn't even fucking care. Else. We wouldn't care. Just like, just like up until, uh, I want to say before be the, they, before it would be like a Jim Dolan situation. No, what so the fuck? No, it would not. This is a Jim Dolan's ass clown. Bro, you could you're you're comparing the mecca of basketball, one of the histo- most historic and profitable teams in the NBA, to the fucking Charlotte Hornets, New York no. City, New York City, and Charlotte, North Carolina. Get the fuck no, out of here! No, you can't no, compare that. No. What this is what I'm no. because I'm I'm better at comparisons and analogies. I'm better at that shit than you. <laughs> Let's take it like this: the Sacramento Kings, they were some shit for a long ass time. Nobody gave a fuck who their owner was. They were just some shit, and it got to a point people forgot that Sacramento had a, a basketball team. Nobody's gonna forget right. Charlotte has a basketball team because MJ is there. But well, if that, if but, MJ wasn't the owner, nobody would care. Nobody would care. But I do think yeah. because of the reputation that he had on the court is why they're probably not getting key players. That And Charlotte is not marketable, bro. It's just no. not. But listen, this is what I'm trying to say, right? So you're, you're, you're not completely wrong in your thought. But this is what I'm trying to say about Sacramento, right? You're right. Everybody forgot they had a team. But what did they do? They hit with the draft. De'Aaron Fox is a dog. The other young boy from Duke is a dog. So they're they're good now. So we're paying attention to them. And let's not forget they had Demarcus Cousins, they had Isaiah Thomas. Right. They they Don't also they also Isaiah fumbled. Thomas. They also they also fumbled too. They yes. also fumbled you're the ball on that. To. You're you're supposed to fumble. You're supposed to. And now you're, you're talking about the Kings. You're talking about the Kings. Failure. You're talking about the Kings now, like recently. Fox is what. Second year, third year player. Before that, they were some uh, they were second. some stone cold shit, bruh. Right, but that's what I'm saying. They've had Kendall Walker for how many years? How have you hit with one? And they're not the building build around, and they're not and they're not building around them because Charlotte is not a fucking market. I'm not talking about getting free agents. I'm talking about getting players in the draft to play with Kemba that are good. So what are they supposed to they keep tanking their, and not they what are got, they not supposed to they play? Got, They've been playing for the playoffs since uh, Kemba's been there. They're not because tanking, right? So what's the, the what are you saying? Because he doesn't have any help. You're talking about draft picks. You have to be some shit or not play in order to get draft picks. These motherfuckers have been putting the effort in yeah. since he's been drafted. Hey, off the air, I want you to Google. I'm not googling shit. Their, their sal- I'll, I'll Google it for you and send you the link. Then they, I'm gonna Google their salary cap. I'm not Googling that shit. I'm not Googling that shit, man. I wish I could tell you off the top of my head how much they're paying. Uh, I think it's Michael K. Gilchrist. Hey, you got to think about that. uh, They had that that new TV deal that allowed 
a lot of money to, towards franchises, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but since I, I, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, but fuck that shit, man. Like I said, Charlotte's not marketable, so that, I'm gonna stick You're with right. that. It's not. I'm, I'm yeah, sticking with not. that. I can't disagree there. But can we move on? Can we move on to something that's really been mind boggling? And yes, like I talked about it the past couple of days, and it's really been getting to me. Yeah. So over in China, right? They uh, <laughs> they they have recently built an artificial star that is what is it, six times hotter than the actual sun. Yeah. Six times. Six, six times three. hotter. Now, I don't know how, what type of thermostat. <laughs> or however, whatever they did to measure that. How do you measure something six times hotter than the sun? Man, so truth truth of the matter is, when you first brought this up to me, what, three days ago, I was like, man, I don't give a shit what they're doing in China. That does not affect me. I never plan on going to China. And then you brought it up to me again. And I was like, I should probably pay attention to what they're doing because clearly... It, it's bigger than fuck China. Um, so I read into it a little bit. And um, to answer your question, they put it into a reactor. I don't know what that is. But it's some type of cylinder that they put the star in. The problem with it, with that is the star is so hot that it causes burst, they said, mm-hmm. which, are, which are extremely dangerous. Imagine that. <laughs> but, bro, they're trying to get it to to be sustainable by 2030. Now, China, yeah. over the past, I want to say the past 20 years, China's had problems with like uh, factories and and air pollution and things like that. So they're not getting the right. proper energy and everything that the sun provides. So you mean to tell me, these motherfuckers are over there creating their own sun to help everything they're not getting from the natural sun. Basically. Now, if that doesn't scare you in a way where it's just like bro they're creating a artificial sun something hotter than the sun the the sun's core is 15 million degrees how can you make something six million times six times hotter than that 15 million i don't give a fuck what kind of reactor you have (laughs) like the the fact that you have a reactor that can actually actually read a temperature that high that's scary it's very scary that's scary it's just like I hate to nerd out uh, for our listeners and shit like that, but shit like that is very intriguing, and it just makes you think like, yo, it's more going on in the world than we know And when it comes to technology and things like that. Like, it pretty much seems like they're trying to replace the sun by 2030. (laughs) They know something that we don't know. Like, something... They they do. They know something we don't know. It does. They're trying to replace the sun. And, and and it it seems that way, um, but yeah, man, I agree. They 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 know something we don't know. Um, it's kind of scary to think about that there's technology out there that advanced that they could do that. Yeah, that is is actually is actually scary. And, and to accomplish that in in such a short period of, in such a short period of time. In in what a decade, twelve years, or something like that. Yeah. So a decade, call it a decade. Yeah, that that's gonna be fast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, 
like I say, it's holiday season. It's, it's closer to the new year, too. So you know what that means. It's crunch time in NFL, bruh. It's crunch time. <laughs> well, my team just recently got eliminated from playoff contention. Your team has been gone for a couple more weeks. Long and sorry about yeah. that. But um, good, man. a question I have for you, I think we talked about it earlier. Who is your MVP for the season? Ooh, MVP? I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that question. Um, All right. If it's not, if it's not Patrick Mahomes, you better say Khalil Todd Mack. Gir- Todd Gurley. Ooh, Khalil no. Mack? Khalil <laughs> Mack is a good one, too. Is there an offensive MVP? Yeah, they normally do offensive and defensive. Well, well, Khalil Mack is hands down the defensive MVP. If there's an overall, it will, it may be a toss-up between Mack and Mahomes. I'm I'm not going to lie. Overall, I would take Khalil Mack if like there's such thing as overall. Offensive, Patrick Mahomes, but defensive, if it's not Khalil Mack, I'm, I'm going to say... Uh, Aaron uh, Darnold from the oh, Rams. Oh, yeah, the guy from, from the Rams. Yeah, he's yeah. a monster, too. But Khalil Mack changed. Like, the Bears were supposed to suck this year, dog. They won the NFC North. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. They literally, they literally <laughs> only added two players. One guy? Yeah. Two players this offseason. Yep. And one guy yep. got them at the number one ranked defense in the NFL? Crazy. He has, he has more... Yeah, Go say ahead. it. No, say it. He has he has more, <laughs> has sex, more sex than the Raiders. Than the Raiders. By the way, they just they just signed Nate Peterman. <laughs> like, why does that guy still have a job? Why? I, somebody was in the comments on IG, like, and Colin Kaepernick is still unemployed. And I and I comment, I was like, man, I used to get mad all the time about this, and my man told me to stop getting mad. It it's just not gonna happen. I told you that. Like I told you, I and that's the, and you know what? That's the last it's thing we're going to talk. That's the last thing we're going to talk about is that because like it's you and it's a couple other people that always bring certain things to my attention. Like when uh, quarterbacks that people don't know of or don't care about get signed, they be like, "But damn, Cap still don't have a job," and I get frustrated. <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, he's not going to have a job." Like, he's not. Right. And I want you guys to get over that just because of what he stands for. Like, what he's doing is way bigger than like football. So yeah, that's not, he's not going to get a job. Like, and I hate to be brutally honest like that. Or people may look at him like, damn, you, like that's rude. Or no, that's the truth. He's not going to get true. a job. He's doing something way yeah. bigger than football. And I'd rather him do that than come back to the league and then get blackballed and, you yep. know, or don't play. Just end up get being a roster on. spot. You know what I'm saying? Or right. just end up being just ticket because, sales. Right. Just because they, they said they had to let him play. Right, <laughs> because they they're about to suffer. So it's just I rather him just keep doing what he's doing because he is is working perfect for him. You know he's accomplishing yeah. a lot. His purpose is bigger than football for sure. Right, he's accomplishing a lot. So I'm I'm good with I'm good with where he's moving, and I just don't get upset about that no more. Because that's sadly those just right. the time those just the times that we live in right now where that's what's going on. So yep, I don't that's even get offended I, by I, it. Nope, and and because of your your strong sentiment in that regard, I, I'm the same way now. It's like, when, remember when we talked about Trump? I said, just do me a favor, don't be surprised by anything that guy does anymore. So right. it's almost the same thing with the NFL with with Kaepernick. It's like, 
it, it, those two topics should never be mentioned together. Nope. It, just no reason. So no reason. But um, yeah, we uh, that's it, man. We're getting ready to uh. Going to the holidays, going into Christmas, man. I'm I'm fairly excited yeah. about that. And then you Absolutely. know, bringing a new year and new episodes of the podcast, and then a whole lot of stuff that's it's gonna be different going into 2019, man. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Likewise, and Happy Hanukkah. Happy. Merry Happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, man. Happy holidays. Yeah, I, I just covered all of them. So, <laughs> like we normally do, I'm going to leave you guys with the bar of the week, and we can catch you guys next year. Peace. Peace.